The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Canadian, American, and British troops landed on the Normandy coast in northern France and that they fought their way nine and a half miles inland to Caen, where fighting is taking place. 14,000 Canadians stormed Juneau Beach that day with no guarantee of victory. It was a gamble like the world had never seen before. But when duty called, Canadians from coast to coast to coast answered. We didn't think about anything really at the time. We just simply did. We thank them not only for their sacrifice, but for their example. For inspiring countless young men and women to answer the call of duty like they once did. There's no way to prepare for it. It just is something you do. You were trained so well that you did things automatically that had to be done. We will accept nothing less than full victory. Good luck. And let us all beseech the blessing of Almighty God upon this great and noble undertaking. Well, that is giving you an idea of what this show is going to sound like today. It is the 75th anniversary of D-Day, June 6, 1944 was the day. Uh, now uh, in history, thousands gathered at Juneau Beach today to mark that anniversary. My pal Gord Steinke joining me in here this afternoon, and we've been talking nonstop mm-hmm. for the past 15 minutes, kind of about, you know, our thoughts on it. And the first thing you did this morning was getting up and yeah, I'd, I'd recording PBR'd everything. It, and I watched it this morning when I got up at uh, around 7 o'clock and, and it just took me back too to, to all the people I know that you, you the veterans that we've interviewed over the years who unfortunately many aren't with us now wow. but such an emotional ceremony and uh, really something to, to just to watch and to see and and, and the, the ceremony itself was very touching. Yeah well we're going to get into that in mm-hmm. just a moment uh, with a friend of both of ours and uh, he's on hold in France yeah. right now but right I want to set it up like this as you've been hearing throughout the day thousands of Canadians gathered on a stretch of beach on the coast Normandy, France this morning to commemorate the 75th anniversary of D-Day, one of the most pivotal days of the Second World War. It was June 6, 1944, that 14,000 Canadian soldiers stormed ashore on Juneau Beach under withering German fire to begin the long-awaited liberation of Europe from the Nazis. 359 Canadians died on that day. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau spoke at the emotional ceremony this morning. 14,000 Canadians stormed Juneau Beach that day with no guarantee of victory. It was a gamble like the world had never seen before. But when duty called, Canadians from coast to coast to coast answered. That is uh, the Prime Minister speaking at Juneau Beach this morning. One of the Canadians who was there was Edmontonian Don Leavers, trying to learn more about his dad's D-Day story. And Don joins us this afternoon from Gracer Mare, Normandy. Hi, Don. Hey, Don. Good afternoon, Gordon J. Lynn. It's nice to have you here. Tell us, where's your head at today after uh, experiencing that ceremony this morning, Don? Well, we're very close to the ceremony. Matter of fact, I'm standing out in their uh, Remembrance Park here in Grace and Mare, and I can see the site from here, 1.6 kilometers uh, from here. And uh, the ceremony was it was a very nice ceremony with 
uh, bands and uh, the military people playing, and uh, the speeches were were very very well received. I think there was some concern that uh, it might be made political today, but that didn't seem to be the case. It seemed to be really focused on the veterans, and again, the veterans front and center today. Absolutely, and, and and we didn't see the President Macron, but he drove right through town in Gracie Mayor this morning, and uh, there was. Uh, quite a police presence and there, there was no no sign of protesters of anything anywhere how, how what about uh, i really enjoyed i thought it was really touching when i saw those 359 cadets went by they were all carrying boots and flowers that they yes. were putting in and uh, what sort of ripple went through the the crowd and the veterans that were there that must have been very moving Unfortunately, it was very difficult for. They had some big screen televisions, but it was difficult to see a lot. The, the crowd was uh, a lot bigger than I expected, and uh, just uh, people from Vancouver and Ontario and and uh, Edmonton and and Cold Lake that I've seen over here in, in the last couple of days. So it was just it was just packed. So, give it. Was there a was there a moment that stood out for you, Don, during that ceremony today? One of the men that was recognized was a man by the name of Jim Parks. He's a 94, 95-year-old veteran. He was with the same regiment as my dad. And uh, so uh, he came in with a mortar platoon, and, and he's still alive and kicking, and, and he's still got quite a sense of humor. <laughs> your, your dad, as you just mentioned, your dad was wounded on that beach, Don. Uh, what, what's it like to be there? What, what, what goes through your mind when, when you're actually standing, standing on the same sand there? And the Trying to find the exact spot they came up with is a little difficult, but uh, where I'm standing now is uh, the crossroads of Gracie Mare, where it headed up to uh, um, St. Croix-Sumer, where they where he was wounded, and uh, just walking that entire beach was uh, and seeing the bunkers and, and what they went through was a lot more emotional than I expected. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and for those who don't even have a connection like you do, it can be very very emotional. And the thing is, if you haven't been there, like those German pillboxes are still there. Still there. And yeah. and there's you know tanks that have have been come up out of the out of the uh, out of the ocean and they they're on display there. It's it's incredibly emo- emotional and you'll see uh, the the maple leaf flying. You'll see the Canadian flag. You see the French flag flying, and you realize just how important that Canadian contribution was to the liberation of France. And tell us about the reaction that you're getting from from people of the French people when you tell them that you're Canadian. Oh, we, uh, we've got hundreds of uh, Canadian pins here that we've been giving out to the, the children from France, and we gave 80 to the school right here in uh, Grace-Humaire, and the, 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 the streets are filled with the flags of Canada, Britain, and, and France. And on top of each, on each fence, on each light post, there's a picture of a veteran that died. Wow. Mm. Wow. Tell us a little bit more about your dad, Don, um, because I know um, you're, you're trying to follow in, in the footsteps and you're trying to find out more about uh, your dad and, and the history there and, and trying to tell the story from, you know, the, 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 chi- the children of the soldiers. So what, what, what do folks need to know about your dad? Well, you know, he was an ordinary guy, and uh, when he joined up, it was uh, he, he didn't get accepted because he had flat feet. Uh, <laughs> when he went back to join up again in 42, flat feet didn't matter so much, and he joined the Winnipeg Rifles, which had a long tradition in the, in the Canadian military, and uh, sorry, the Royal Winnipeg Rifles, as I've been corrected many times, and um, so... The, the, he made it off the beach and, and uh, made it inland, as I mentioned earlier, uh, three kilometers, 
was wounded in the leg and helped to escort uh, some Germans back to the beach that had surrendered. And uh, he wrote a letter home uh, at the time when he was recuperating in the hospital. And one of the men he mentioned, I found, was actually captured. And a number of Canadians in Winnipeg Rifles were murdered by the German SS. Mm -hmm. What a story. So it's... So yesterday, two day, a couple of days ago, we uh, there's a, another group here of, of women that were in Winnipeg and, and sisters. Their uncle was one of those that was murdered. Oh, my. And they're extremely emotional. And uh, when I went to the, um, the Benny Samir uh, Cemetery to see that man's name and realize how close it came to me not being here, if he had been with those because he was wounded. Hmm. I, know, I know you're working on... That was, that was extremely... Extremely emotional, and, and you're you're gathering information. Are you gathering information there and stories for your book, uh, following uh, following in your dad's footsteps? Absolutely, and I, and I'm I'm reaching out to people that I meet and uh, giving them my card to you know reach out to me and, and tell me their stories. Uh, I'm you know meeting people. A lady on the beach in uh, Saint Oban told me about her uh, that her dad was a, a Canadian soldier and uh, met her mother over there, and uh, they married after the war. Hmm. And uh, but uh, that her dad had sent home. No, I guess her grandfather had sent home uh, a note to them saying that it was on, but it was all in code for them. And uh, that another lady had received her husband's dirty laundry and knowing that, and that was the code that he was going. Oh, jeepers. So the people knew it. Oh, Don, what a, what a, what a trip you're on. What a, what a life lesson. What a life journey. It's, it's absolutely incredible. What's, what's next over the coming days for you guys? Uh, we're going to be seeing some of the reenactments tomorrow. We're going uh, back up to the place where a number of Can- uh, the Winnipeg rifles were uh, were uh, captured. We went to the Abbey, sorry, the Chateau where they were where they were murdered behind the Chateau. Wow. Got a tour of the Chateau. People have taken us into their homes. Uh, a town up near Belgium when we went up to see the Leopold Canal where they were captured. The town came out and, and had a uh, they, they gave us a dinner and uh, just treated us royally. <clears throat> what do you think? What what would your did your dad ever go back? Did he ever go back to the? No, I. I tried to convince him to go to back for the 40th anniversary, but he didn't want to go. What do you think he'd be saying and, now, uh, seeing his son on the, standing there on the <laughs> beach where he had landed? What, what would what do you think he would he would be he would say? I think he'd be very proud of, of both my brother and I and what we've done, and and that's the story that I'm trying to tell is that they were ordinary Canadians that came over and did this, and not everyone became a hero, but it was the ordinary average Canadian that came and did this. And then they came home and they went back to their jobs and, and uh, created the, the country we live in today. Don, the abbey that you're talking about um, where the, the Canadians were, were, murri- were murdered by, uh, I think it was the, 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 SS. Uh, the, the SS youth. Is that Ardennes Abbey that you're yes. talking about? Mm. It's, it's the uh, Abbey. Uh, no, that's the Abbey. We were there yesterday. This yeah. is the Chateau Daudreau. Daudreau. And it's now a hotel, yeah. and it's it's a lovely sight. And then and, and we actually got into the garden area where where the the event happened. Sorry yeah, it's um it's uh it's a very it's the, if you want to read the story about the Ardennes Abbey massacre, read it. Just Google it. Mm-hmm. And and Donna, I have to send you a a picture of a painting that I have in my living room of the Ardennes Abbey mm-hmm. that I had commissioned uh, uh, two years ago. It was absolutely beautiful. 
and, and the Ardenna Abbey was started the construction at 1130 AD. Wow, yeah. isn't that yeah. something? Yeah, the history the just history. blows your mind when you when you get over there and actually walk in those cobblestones and touch the bricks and those churches. Exactly. I, I, I asked them where the cornerstone was. They couldn't point it out. But <laughs> in, in the, the people from the, from Besson Art, where we were staying, uh, people from the, the Winnipeg Rifles over there in the First World War, and there was a carving of their of their hat badge on the wall. Mm. And uh, the people took us, and there's 12 of us here, and they, they took us. And I was uh, spent the night in a house that is older than Canada. Yeah. Wow. And that's something. I, wonder, I can't imagine. I mean, they've done such a nice job with our, our soldiers' graves, with the cemeteries there as well. And I don't know if the pictures we're seeing on TV do it justice, mm. but I saw some with candles in front of each and every one of the, the tombstones and the six uh, maple trees as, as you get into the, the the cemetery there. It's very touching. There's a lot of maple trees over here, and yesterday after the ceremony, they handed out the uh, the candles, and uh, like I said, I, I went and placed a candle on uh, Mr. Chartrand's mm. uh, tomb, uh, gravestone and uh, just to... Uh, sort of say, uh, you know, glad my dad wasn't with you. Yeah, yeah. really. That Benny Sermere Cemetery is... Um chilling it's chilling yeah. it's beautiful it's um and, and, and that might sound weird but it, it is is such a beautiful sacred powerful spot absolutely and it is so well maintained and yeah. uh, the canadian war graves commission does a, a wonderful job of looking after all of that and it's it's hard to imagine for us i mean we look at some of our cemeteries around town and and they're you know, a little broken down but these are all so well maintained and, and it's just uh it's a real pleasure. Pleasure isn't the right word, but it, it, that's what it feels like. It, it, it's very, it's a nice place to be. It's a real honor. Yeah, it's I would an imagine. honor, yeah, yeah, more than anything. Yes, Don. You yeah. know what? Uh, thank you for joining us this afternoon. I know it's gosh, it's like ten o'clock at uh, night over there, and I'm surprised you're not having a beer somewhere in a pub. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I'd better wait till I finish talking to you. Okay, well you're you're free and clear now. You're free to go, friend. Thank you so much, Don. Thank you for sharing. Enjoy the rest of your trip. Thank you for having me. Look forward to talking. Talking to you when we get back. Thanks, Don. This is the G.I. Jive, man alive. It starts with the bugler blowing reveille over your bed when you arrive. Jack, that's the G.I. Jive. <laughs> We've picked the music. The theme today is the 75th anniversary of D-Day. Gord Steinke joining me in studio for our regular Thursday talk. And it's yeah. always, you know, the timing for this one is because yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Um, when we first met, I mean, I knew that you had an interest in military history. Um, and we met in December of 2000 when I came to work yeah, over at Global. Right. But it wasn't really until 2002, 2003 that it really started with me. My dad was a big military history buff. Yeah. I kind of poo-pooed it for most of the time until Global sent me to France to cover the opening yes, of the Juno Beach Center. Yes, I remember that. That was a fantastic where opportunity that, yeah, for you. Yeah. Which is where that service was held today. Yeah. And since then, this is like our topic of conversation. <laughs> this is when we get together, this is what it is. We talk about, you know, the travels or the things that we've seen, got to do, the people we've met. The people and I think that's met. the yeah. biggest thing, right? That is. The stories that uh, that just kind of stick with you. And, I mean, you and I both been blessed with the uh, honorary colonels yeah. in different different units, <laughs> and which really brings home and my grandfather fought in World War One, and I have all of his, all yeah. of his, a lot of his stuff uh, on display in my house. But yes, the, in this job, the, the opportunity to talk to the veterans that have 
that unfortunately yeah. have gone. But there's one guy in particular that uh, when the, that came to mind. His name was George Aiken. Yeah. And George was uh, Edmonton born and raised, and he signed up with the RCAF. And uh, when he went overseas, he was a Spitfire mm. pilot. He and I became quite good friends, and every Remembrance Day we'd do something. And and he lived into his. Um, 90s. Yeah. But he was a he was such a fun guy and he, he was a, he worked in finances at the government. So when you walked and passed him, you know, he spent 4 years in uh, f- flying Spitfires yeah. over Germany uh, and uh, on bombing raids and, and and as a gunner. But uh, he got shot down. One of his stories, he had such a great sense of humor. He says, did you ever heard of the Goldfish Club? And I went, no, I never have after I've known you for, yeah. for many years. He goes, well, I am. And he had a little, he actually had a little pin on his uniform okay. on Remembrance Day. It was a goldfish. He got shot down over like the White Cliffs of Dover. Yeah. Out, what are they, the British Channel? Yep. Yeah. So he went down. The Germans had shot him down. Down he goes. Parachutes out. He's bobbing around in there. It was freezing cold, cloudy, fog, and he thought that he was a goner. Yeah. So he's bobbing around, but a, a British frigate picked him up and saved his life. Yeah. He's, <laughs> and then he says they picked me up and then they took him back to the base and they checked him over real quick and he said within six hours he was back in another Spitfire flying <laughs> oh again. Oh my goodness! Like you and I'd be, be yeah, you know, turtling I'd, somewhere. Turtling somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, that's the kind of fortitude that these these men had and it's been a real honor to get to meet some of them and uh, I kept all his letters and I've got a lot Beautiful. of his souvenirs at home too just it, to keep reminded me it, of it. It was interesting listening to the Queen yesterday talking about uh, her generation yes. and calling it it was it was quite per, more personal than you, you hear about yeah. uh, you know talking from the Queen but talking about uh, her generation my generation mm-hmm. and the resiliency because it's hands on that. she's, she's reaching back into history Absolutely. she lived it herself it's yes. not her grandfather or her no. uncle it's her I didn't know she was a mechanic she was a British, mechanic in the British yeah. Army um, and you know I, I think of Cliff Power, who is a, an Edmonton vet. He's he's passed now, but I, I just call him my, my pal Cliff. Yeah. And I met him through the Remembrance Day services, and he was in the Navy, and he was in the Battle of the Atlantic. And, uh, Bob, if you're listening, I'm, I'm going to tell your dad's story right now, just briefly. And he was also, uh, there was a book uh, put out called Laughing in the Face of Danger, oh, and yes. he's one of the uh, vets that was in that book. But his... Um, the boat that he was on was torpedoed. I think he was on, if I remember correctly, it was the Algonquin. And he ended up spending like 11 hours in the North Atlantic mm. before being rescued. Wow. And came, ended up coming back home eventually, and making Edmonton li- his home, and, and just went wives, on. And a wife and a, yeah. kid and a family. And then it, you kind of forget about it until yeah. we have these anniversaries, unfortunately, yeah. what these men went through, and women was, went through. It was never a thing that he would talk to us about necessarily. Mm-hmm. I found out about, you know, his story from his son or reading about him in the, in the book, but boy, oh boy, he's always a big smile and a big kiss. He came to my wedding. He was, he, he became that big of a part yeah. of, of, of my world. And, you know, Chedville this afternoon, if you have a st- story that you want to share, I'd love to hear it at 6.30, 6.30. Text us. Uh, again, over the next couple of hours, we're going to be focusing on D-Day. It's the 75th. Nice. This is yeah, not, why uh, not, this is an opportunity to maybe learn a bit of uh, learn a bit, uh, pay tribute to, honor, honor show a little bit of respect. Like the 97-year-old who jumped out of a plane yesterday. Amazing. Jumped at the same place that he did. Did you see that? Yeah. That was just fantastic. And he landed in pretty much the same place he did yeah. on that day. He said this one just wasn't nearly as uh, as, as hell-raising as, as the first one, of course. But these guys won't be around for the next no. uh uh, you think five years from now, so how think? many of these guys are still going to be around for the and 80th? That's a sad fact. That's a circle yeah. of life, and that's the way it's going. But we have to uh, get these stories so we can pass them along to the younger generation. Absolutely. Thank you. I couldn't think of a better person to share this first well, half hour it. with. Well, appreciate it. That was very nice. Thank you. Thanks, nice to Gordo. be here. You bet. 911. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, there was an explosion. Oh, my God. The ship is sinking. I can't get out. 